Good morning, Erev Roshchidesh Tamils. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutelochis, Yoradea, Chelgalaf, Hilchas Hechsha Kalim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Yud Zayin. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Tuvia Rabbi Israel Yitzvog, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Bas Itamar. And for complete Rufu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Bas Galia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yusuf Hendel Bas Gedalia, Sarocha Bas Yusbendel, Avigalona Bas Yusbendel, Yosef Avram Eliezer Nisan Ben Pesia, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Jonas Ben Hilda, Leia Reina Bas Aviva, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mendel, Mazel Bat Zahava, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Yehuda Ben Saramaya Chaim Ben Rachel, Chana Bas Hadasa Shengel, Sorafego Bas Chana, Mendel Bas Miriam, Imbna Shlemenisim Ben Mazel, Eitanyoel Ben Edna, Tuvietzvi Ben Chaya Liza, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehuda Skila, Shengel Bas Leo, Nachman ben Yafa, Yafa bas Dvoira, Besoich Sharcho Yisrael. Paragraph Yitzayim, V'yalkein kol hamemiois lehiskarit al hakidusha hualidei pegam Thomas Kerry. Based on what we mentioned in the previous year, we'll understand why all of the obstacles that make it difficult for a person to come close to holiness are related to this tumor of Kerry, chas v'shon which is a, a type of pigama bris. V'zeh shepirish Rashi, the parashas b'chukosai, and this is why Rashi HaKodesh, in parashas b'chukosai, where it speaks about if chas v'shom, the Jews will not follow the right path, Hashem will shower us with, with suffering and problems, and it uses the word carry there in several places, and Rashi in Pasuk Chavot there points out that carry is Lashem Menia, an obstacle, something that holds a person back. Because that's one of the main things that causes all of the obstacles that a person experiences from coming close to Hashem. Especially preventing the person from coming close to the true tzaddik who is in the best position to be able to help the person, to give the person their tikkun. And this is why in Bukhukhoisai there, at the end of all of the rebuke that Hashem gives there, it says, they will, they will do tshuva, they'll confess their sins. And in addition, the fact that they... <clears throat> They went with me with Kerry, Chasvishon. And then the Pasuk says, Oyoz Yikona Levavam Ho'orel. Then their heart that's stuffed will be subdued, will be subjugated to Hashem. Note the word Orel, Kerry. And the Pasuk continues, Vizuchati es Brisi Yaakov. And I will remember the covenant that I made with Yaakov and Yitzchok and Avraham emphasizing the bris issue. This refers to the merit of those tzaddikim who have already passed away. Because the main reason behind all of the suffering of the Jewish people and all of the exiles that we experience is this sin of Pegama Bris. This is why the, the, the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that on Yantif, for example, what in the Musashman Esrei, when we say, because of our sins, we were exiled from our land, <coughs> we're, we're distant from our, our earth, etc., etc., the, the main focus there is this issue of Pigama Bris. And I've mentioned in the past, in some of the good Machzorim of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur Shmonesri of Musaf, of Chazor Sashatz, 
when the Chazan repeats the Shmon Esrei, and when he says that paragraph from the Pnei Chatoinu, <clears throat> on bottom of the page, there's a special tefillah there, a fantastic tefillah that's based on the Sifrei Kabbalah regarding a person expressing their regret for any sins in this area. The Iker Hatikun and the main repair of all of our sins is through the tzaddikim who have already passed away, who are more powerful in death than they are during their lifetime. Whereby these tzaddikim who have already passed away they're the ones who are able to really accomplish the repair for this sin. Which is one of the most important repairs of all of the Jewish souls. And this is what the Pasuk says there in Bechukhoisai, and in addition, the fact that they, the Jews fell victim to this sin of Keri. I will also respond to them with carry, Hashem says, carry meaning obstacles. Because of the sins that we commit in this area of Pegama Bris, Hashem says, I will prepare for them major, major obstacles. Shenikroim Keri, which are also called Keri, Kepirish Rashanal, as Rashi points out in Pusik 21, I believe, in, in that chapter 26 in Vayikra of the Toichacha Bechukhoisai. The Zehu, and this is why the Pusik continues there, the Hevesi Oisam Ba'arzai Soyeveim. I will bring them to the lands of their enemies. Haimu Sheyizgabru Negdom Ho'oven Basoyim. This means that our enemies and those that hate us will rise up against us with great power. Shemehem kol It's They are one of the major sources of obstacles for, for Jews getting close to Hashem. The Iker hatikun, the shaber hamaniyos lo'evim, and one of the most powerful things that we can possibly do to break those obstacles and those enemies is by us ratcheting up our desire, by intensifying our desire and yearning to come close to Hashem, to come close to Tzadikim, to come to observe the Torah. And this is why the Pasuk says over there in meaning, that we, the Jewish people, will convert all of our sins, which are the cause of all of these obstacles, we're going to convert it to intense desire to come close to Hashem. And as a result of that, Hashem will remember the covenant that he made with the tzaddikim who have already passed away, with the other tzaddikim. Hashem will remember and awaken and arouse those tzaddikim who have already passed away. Because the main solution and the main repair of Klal Yisrael is through those tzaddikim who have already passed away. Rav Nosan Zal is emphasizing this in order for us to realize. He said this during his time, 150 years ago or more, Rav Nassau was emphasizing already then that as we move towards the end of this bolus, one of our most powerful weapons is Kivrei Tzadikim, the merit of the Tzadikim who have already passed away, especially by visiting their gravesite, <clears throat> by davening there, learning there, and even by mentioning their names. Rabbein Zal revealed to us a powerful weapon, shameless tzaddikim, that when a Jew mentions the names of tzaddikim, and our intention in doing that is like it says here, reminding Hashem 
of all of their merits, all the good deeds that these tzaddikim have performed. We mention the name of a tzaddik, we're Googling that tzaddik, so that suddenly there comes up on the screen pages and pages of the history, the life of that tzaddik, all the good deeds that he did during his lifetime. And by mentioning the names of these tzaddikim in our tefillah, in our Shman Esrei, in our Hispoidus, asking Hashem to help us based on the merit of the tzaddikim and making the effort that's needed to travel, to go to Kivrei tzaddikim in Eretz Yisrael all over the world, this is one of the most important and powerful things that will eliminate the obstacles that are blocking us from coming close to Hashem that will help us achieve forgiveness for all of our sins and bring about the Gaula Shlema. Just like by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Torah makes it perfectly clear that Moshe Rabbeinu's weapon, the battering ram that Moshe Rabbeinu used to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, to get across the Red Sea, and to make it through 40 years in the desert, was Aroma Yishal Yosef, the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik. Today is Erev Rishchidosh Tammuz, Tov Shin Pei Beis, which means that we're entering into three months to Rosh Hashanah. And we know that Rabbeinu Zal stressed the incredible importance of coming to him for Rosh Hashanah, which involves two steps. Number one being Mispalel at his gravesite on Erev Rosh Hashanah, and number two, joining the Kibbutz HaKadosh for Rosh Hashanah itself. Yesterday evening, there was a major gathering in the main breast of Shul in Yerushalayim, <clears throat> where hundreds of people got together and said special slichos and tefillos and tikkun haklovi together, and the tefillah ayin vav in Likutei tefillos, which is about coming to the tzaddik for Rosh Hashanah, because we see that there are obstacles. We see that when it came to Lagboimer this year, there were major obstacles in trying to make it difficult for Jews to get to Meron, to get to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi for Lagboimer. And now, regarding Rosh Hashanah, the people that would want to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, there seems to be the potential for all kinds of obstacles and difficulties. We hope that the Ritzonos, the strong desires of all those who feel a Kesher to Rabbeinazal that want to be with our Rebbe for Rosh Hashanah in Uman, or those those that can't go to Uman in Miron and the other places, we hope that these Ritzonos will succeed in eliminating all the obstacles, and it'll be the best era of Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah that's ever been. We find in the Torah itself Moshe Rabbeinu, when he's davening Tashem to forgive the Jews for the Egel HaZohov, the Torah tells us that he was mispalel and mispalel and wasn't able to break through. When he said those words, Zechor li Avraham li Hashem, remember the merit of Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov, the next pasuk over there in Parshish Kisisa says, Vayinochem Hashem al Horoa Shadibar Lazlamari. Hashem was consoled and, and, and removed the negative things that he had said that he was going to do to Kal Yisrael. We find that in Chumash, and we find in the Navi that Elia Novi, when he challenged the 400 prophets of the Baal, Avodah at the time, which, which were giving the Jewish nation tremendous, tremendous trouble, where the Jews kept bouncing back and forth from loyalty to Hashem and loyalty to these idols. And when Elianovi had the major showdown with them on Harakano, the Navi says there also that it was upon mentioning the names and, and reminding Hashem of the merit of Avram Yitzchok Yaakov, that's when a heavenly fire came down. That's when the great miracles took place there, which showed all the Jews clearly that Hashem is the king, Hashem is the one running the world, and, and led to the elimination of the, those 400 prophets of idol worship and the whole Avodah at that time. So we see clearly, the Torah shows us, that when we say the names of these tzaddikim, again, we know that the world was created with speech. Bedvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu, And we as human beings are called Medaber. When a Jew says something, 
It's very significant, very significant. And when we mention the name of a tzaddik, especially if a person says it with emuna in that tzaddik and with the intention that I'm counting on that tzaddik, I'm counting on the merits of that tzaddik, it's one of the most effective things in tefillah and in Yiddishkeit. Paragraph Yudches, Yalkein, Ein mei hamikva metaharin kiyim al gabi karka daiko. And this is why the Shulchan Aruch in Yoradea, chapter 201, where it speaks about mikvahs, building mikvah, making mikvahs, says that the waters of the mikvah will only purify a person or, or utensils if those waters are on the ground, if they're not inside of a keli, a vessel. Ki iker tvilas because as we explained earlier, one of the main things that makes dipping in the mikvah effective is the fact that we're going back and plugging in to the roots, to the origin of all these divine spirits. Shehu b'chinas which is what's mentioned in the second Pasuk in the Chumash, where it says, that the divine, at the time of creation, the divine spirit of Hashem hovered over the waters. And the Zohar Kodesh says this refers to the Ruach of Moshiach, which is the, the source of all holy Ruchas. So when we dip, when we submerge ourselves or Kalim under the water, we're connecting to that Ruach Eloikim that's Merachetes Alpne Amoyim. Kedei lachzor ulahamshech mishom bechinas haruach haim dikdusha. In order to once again go back and draw from there that holy spirit of life. Shehu bechinas moitzi mikoyach alapoyal kanal. Which we mentioned previously is one of the examples of going from koyach to poyal from potential to actualization. Because the world, the creation of the world originally in its potential state was all water. And then it was actualized during the six days of creation to form all the trees and rivers and mountains and cities, etc. And this is why we can, the, the mikvah must be in the ground. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 66 on the Kutimran, which this halacha is based on, we cannot succeed in drawing from koyach to poyal, in taking things from potential to actualization without overcoming obstacles. How? By, by arousing tremendous desire and yearning for holiness. As Rabbi Nisal elaborates on this over there in chapter 66. And this is one of the main reasons why Hashem has brought us into the world. So that we should encounter tests and obstacles trying to block us from coming close to Hashem. And man will, will strengthen himself with tremendous desire, intense holy desire, and break through all of these obstacles and succeed in coming close to Hashem. And it's through this that a human being can, can merit all the incredible closeness to Hashem, which angels cannot achieve. Because this is what makes us human beings superior and more important to Hashem than everything else in creation. Because we have free choice. 
ועיקר הבחירה והניסויים הוא מחמס ריבוי המניעויס מהגושה. And the main application of this free choice and the main tests that we experience in this world is when there are major obstacles blocking us from getting to holiness. שיש לחולות on which every person experiences. ועיקר כלל המניעויס הוא מחמס גשמיוס אורץ. And the, to sum up all of these different obstacles that people have, it's all really based on the materialism that this world is all about. And it's from the physical matter of this world that Hashem took the, the ingredients to form our bodies. Because the physicality and the materialism of the world, of the earth, which is the source of all desires, all materialistic desires, stands in front of the person and blocks and hides from the person the light of Hashem, the light of truth. That light of Hashem, that light of truth is trying to beam down on us. And unfortunately, it's being blocked by the gashmius, the materialism of this world, all the taivois roes and midois roes. Shemishon boim kol hamaniyos vabilburim. That's the source of all the obstacles and all the confusion and all the difficulties. As Rabbein Azal writes in the Kutimran, on the Pasuk, the light of tzaddikim is like a light that shines down. And as Rabbein Zalvir quotes in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, that he compares it to the sun, a person who would want to look at the sun and see the light of the sun. And if you put a small coin in front of the eye of the person, this little, little coin that's, that's the size of an inch or less than an inch can block the eye of the person from seeing the sun, which is thousands of miles, huge. And again, this coin represents the gashmius of this world, taivas momoin, taivas achila, taivas niyot, all the different taivas roys. Well, the shaber kol hamaniyos, in order to destroy all of these obstacles, Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 66, in order to break through these obstacles, if we were to measure these obstacles and put an amount on them and say these obstacles are like a thousand kilograms or a hundred thousand watts of blockage, the person has to ratch up a corresponding 100,000 watts of desire and longing and yearning in order to eliminate them. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains over there in the Kudimran, the reason for the obstacle is to ratch up our desire, to make us want it even more. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in the Kutiman that one of the things that helps a person to ratch up that desire to come close to Hashem is emes, truth, honesty. Because if a person will really look at things honestly, and the person will realize and see how low we really are and how, how far from holiness we really are. The hevel ho'elam and the foolishness, the nonsense of this world, which is like a fleeting shadow. Yes, people who are old, you know, how, how is the time going? And they say, the time is flying by. I can't believe it. Yesterday, I just had a, a child, and today I'm having grandchildren. 
And for what reason have we been placed in this world and have we been brought into this world from a tiny, foul-smelling droplet to eventually end up being put into the ground, into the dirt with worms and to suffer all the bitterness and the difficulties and the struggles that a human being experiences by living in this world. As the Pasuk says, man was created to work, to struggle. And another Pasuk says, Gam Koyomov Kas Umachoivas. His whole life is, is filled with anger and pains, the Kholyoy Harbe, and a lot of sickness, Voketsef and, and, and anger. Viachar Kolewa Hutsorhuitim Din Vikeshman. And after all of that, we're going to be held accountable for every minute, every day that we had in this world. What did we accomplish? If a person will not fool themselves, and the person will really think honestly about all of this, the person will definitely realize where the truth is, that the truth is in religion. The truth is in the Torah, in Yiddishkeit. The truth is by the true tzaddikim. Ve'im im kol And if, despite all of this, the obstacles will present themselves in front of the person, to the point where it's difficult for the person to break through all of those obstacles and to try to get to the Torah, to try to get to the truth, Sadikin, al kolponim yihye cheshkoi uretsoinoi vikisufov chazokin ma'oid. Still, the person's desire and yearning and longing will be very powerful, lehiskarev el ho'emes lamitov, to be zechet, to come close to the real truth. No, Trabnasen Zal. Rav Nosenzal is not trying to fill up the page when he says emes la'amitoi because he's telling us that even in, even in Judaism, even in the religious world, there are levels and levels of emes. Even in the Torah, there are levels and levels of emes. And there's this term emes la'amitoi that the Gemara uses. Because once the person realizes the truth about who they are and who they're not, and what this world is all about, even though the person is not being allowed to, to come close to the tzaddik, to, to succeed against all of these major obstacles that have spread out against the person, Despite that, the person's desire and longing and yearning is very powerful. Because that's something that the Satan cannot block. He can prevent the person from leaving their house. He can get a person to break their leg or, or make a big snow or whatever it is but he cannot prevent me from wanting to go to shul, from wanting to get up early in the morning, from wanting to come close to the tzaddik. Because despite all the different obstacles where it seems I can't accomplish what I want to, but I still want it. I want it desperately. As is explained in our writings in another place in chapter 31 of the Kutiman, how important and how significant is this longing and yearning and intense desire for Hashem and for the right thing. 
And that a person has to be very stubborn and persistent regarding this desire for holiness. Ayin Shem, take a look over there in chapter 31 in Likud Imran and in other chapters where Abenazal uses this terminology, very stubborn to, to not to let go, to persist again and again. And this is why in chapter 66, Rabbeinazal quotes the Mishnah in Perkyavos, where it says, Look carefully and think carefully about three things. And you will not fall into the hands of sin. And those three, Ayin Shem, take a look over there at that Mishnah and take a look when we put them around. The three things are, think about where you come from. You come from a tiny little droplet. And where are you going? You're going to be placed into the ground. And, and in front of whom are you going to have to be accountable? In front of the king of kings. But the, the mission uses the wording, you will not fall into the hands of sin. Rav Zal says, This term, is associated with the Posik. They were cut away. They were removed separated from your hand, from the hand of Hashem. This is what Rabbi Nezal discusses over there in Kutuman, when we're not successful in opening up the hands, which means when we're not successful in being able to bring things from potential to actuality. And how is a person saved from this? By the person looking carefully at three things, which the Tana Akavya ben Mahalawa lists over there. Shehem, what are the three things? Where did you come from? From a droplet, a foul smelling droplet. And where are you headed? Where are you going? You're going to be put into the ground with worms and, and bugs. And in front of whom are you going to have to give an accounting? This goes back to what we mentioned before. When a person will look at the most important truths of life, the person will definitely be saved from committing sins. Sins are the opposite of being able to actualize the creation, being able to bring things from koyach to poyal, as we learned in the previous year. And the person will be to come close to the true tzaddikin. And that will enable the person to be able to actualize all of the holy things that the person wants to accomplish and needs to accomplish. And it's for this reason that mikveh waters which we learned in the previous shurim, that the mikvah waters are what enable us to go from potential to actuality because they represent what took place at the time of creation, going from potential to actuality. The mikvah waters must be grounded on the ground. Because it's specifically through the ground, which represents the earth, the ground, which represents all of the obstacles that block us from going, becoming heavenly, becoming spiritual. 
through it's specifically through these obstacles, by overcoming all of these obstacles, that enables us to, to actualize everything. Because Rabbein Azal over there in chapter 66 establishes a very, very important point that the reason for the obstacles is in order to increase our desire. And destroying these obstacles, which are all included in the physicality of the, of the earth, the, the way that we accomplish it is through the earth, through the ground by a person humbling themselves like the dirt, making ourselves like dirt. The Bechinas, as we say at the end of Shmon Esrei, the nafshi ke'ofor la'koyotia. May I be like, may I feel like dirt to everyone, lower than everyone else. The istakel al ho'emes lamitoi. And by a person looking at the real truth, the real truth about what life is really all about. Because again, one of the most powerful statements that we make on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in the Musaf Tefillah is where we say man originates from dirt and eventually is going to end up in the dirt. The Ainshum Tachlis Baulam Haze Kiyim Lihisparev Lashinisbarah Ulotorosha. And there is no real accomplishment in this world, nothing that really is considered accomplishment other than coming close to Hashem and the Torah. The Mafal Pikain Hurochit Moi. And if despite the person realizing this and thinking about this. The person is still very far from achieving their goals, from learning Torah as much as they would like to and fulfilling all the mitzvahs. Despite everything, the person should latch up and multiply that desire, that longing inside, how much I want it. And this will enable the person to eliminate, to destroy all the obstacles. Remember, the Gemara says, Ein dovor There is nothing that can stand in the way of desire. And when a person succeeds in overcoming these obstacles, they turn into tremendous benefits. This becomes incredible benefit to the person. We know, for example, the whole concept of exercise, a person doing exercise, a person is trying to lift weights, to push up that weight, and the weight is pushing back down on the person, and the person's fighting it, pushing and pushing to try to lift up that weight once. And they do it once and put it down and now do it again a second time. And it's harder and keeps doing it. What, what am I doing all of this for? The answer is because by doing this, I'm going to develop muscles. I am going to become much, much stronger than I was without doing this. And, and Lahavdal and Kedusha, it's these obstacles that, that strengthen the person and make the person more and more spiritual, bring the person closer to Hashem. The word meniyos is the same letters as the word neimos, sweetness, the true divine sweetness, which a person is zochetu by overcoming the meniyos. Because by overcoming these obstacles, that generates vessels into which the person can receive that sweet, sweet, special light of Hashem in a proper, healthy, controlled, measured way. 
שאי אפשר לקבלוי כי הם על ידי כלים. And it's impossible for a person to be able to receive and benefit from Hashem's light unless you've prepared these vessels. Vehem nasim bozeh ha'olam daika. And those vessels are created specifically in this physical world by overcoming obstacles. As Rabbi Nassau explains this in another place in Kut Imran. Because vessels are a form of constriction of Hashem's light. They contain and, and hold inside of them the light that it shouldn't spread out too far. In order that the person should be able to receive it. And these vessels a person creates and generates based on how many obstacles the person succeeds in overcoming in this world. And what happens is from those obstacles, when the person succeeds in overcoming them, they generate pure, wondrous vessels into which a person can receive Hashem's light in a very healthy, well-measured way. This is the concept of something Rabbi Nezal speaks about in Likut Yamaran in chapter 24 in Likut Yamaran, I believe. Rabbi Nezal speaks, he quotes the Zohar Kodesh, speaking about these nine heavenly palaces that are generated. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in chapter 24 in Likut Yamaran, that the way that those nine hecholim are generated is by the process of the person trying to run up to Hashem and encountering a wall, a fence that's holding them back. And they keep bouncing, banging into that fence. Through this process of this Radifa and Ma'akev, that generates these nine hecholim. Rabbi Nizal has a very deep, beautiful explanation there in the Kutimran of how this works. Just going to double check for a moment that it is chapter 24. Yes, Memza. So we conclude, therefore, Shekol Hasodas Ho'oyer Vahachius that our whole attainment of, of light and holy life, Shehu Bechinas which involves drawing from potential into actualization, we can't accomplish that, we can't achieve that without this earth, without being down here on earth and being part of the earth. Because it's from earthliness, it's the earthliness that generates all the obstacles. And it's by going back to our roots, in a sense, it's through earthliness that we eliminate, we destroy all of these obstacles through humility, by a person humbling themselves to the earth, and by seeking the truth which is found in the earth. As the Pesach says in Tehillim, the truth sprouts forth from Eretz, from the earth, from the ground. We mentioned from the Baal Shem Tov in the past, the Baal Shem Tov says, so what's the problem? It seems like it's so easy to get to. The Baal Shem Tov says that when something is coming up from the ground, in order to get to it, you have to bend down. And that's where most people are, are eliminated, not interested. If I have to humble myself, then, then I don't want it. I'd rather be arrogant. I'd rather make it look as if I know everything and I'm successful, I'm good, I'm, I'm good. I don't need help. Ki ikr shvinas hamaniyos amidei emes. 
because as Rabbein Zal explains over there in Likut Imran chapter 66, one of the most powerful things that helps us overcome the obstacles is the truth, honesty. <clears throat> because a person who's really looking at the real truth, that person will be able to break through and overcome all the obstacles. Rabbi Nelson Zal here is obviously referring to what he experienced in his own life, in his quest for the truth, in his search for Hashem, for coming close to Hashem, and all the different things, how he started off <clears throat> living in a world of people who are anti-Hasidus, and they were religious, they were studying Torah, doing mitzvahs, they were, they were involved in MS. But Rabbi Nelson Zal learned later on in life it's MS, but it's not the MS Amito. <clears throat> they have a certain level of closeness to Hashem, but on a scale of one to a hundred, they're somewhere down below <clears throat> in the 20s or 30s. And then when he started entering into the world of Hasidus, he saw a whole other level, a whole new level of MS, <clears throat> especially when it comes to tefillah and mitzvahs of the heart. He saw that the tzaddikim in the Olam HaChasidus are on a completely different level than the rabbis, the leaders that are not in the world of Hasidus. And then he started a six-year search within the leaders of Hasidus. Rabbi Yitzhak Rameer Paprush, great giants that he went to. And he saw holiness, he saw closeness to Hashem, but yet something inside of him did not feel satisfied, was not complete yet. And when he met Rabbeinu Zal, he was able to see a difference. He was able to see that all of those rabbis along the way were different levels of emes. They were all good, they were all religious on different levels, different levels of closeness to Hashem. But when he met Rabbeinu Zal, and with every day that he spent getting closer to Rabbeinu Zal, he saw that this is a completely different league of MS than, than the, the MS that he had experienced till then. <clears throat> and this a person can only achieve where the person really makes themselves and realizes how small they are. They, they consider themselves like dirt. And the person realizes how low they are, how far from Hashem they are, how far they are from where they, they can be and should be. And when a person does that, Hashem will definitely reveal to that person the truth. And the person will overcome all the obstacles. Through the person's intense, powerful desire. The Alkane, Ain me hamikva metarin, kiem al gabi ho'oretz taiko. And that's why mikva waters can only purify a person when they are grounded, when the mikva is grounded. Because it's impossible to take things from potential to actualization. Which is what the whole purification of mikvah is all about, as we learned in the previous shirim here. Unless the person has incredible desire, and that incredible desire is generated when the person is experiencing many obstacles. And all of this is included in the term oretz, earth, ground, daika specifically, ki eretz because the word eretz <coughs> in some places in the Torah represents desire. Kamashikosov, as it says, rotsiso Hashem Artsecho. Hashem, you want your land. So we see Eretz. Eretz Yisrael is referred to as Rotsisa, Rotsai. And as the Gemara says, 
Why is it called Eretz? Because of this Ratzon. Hainu alidei hameniyos haboim in Eretz alidei zeh ikar hisgapros haratzon vacheshet. That it's specifically through all the obstacles that a person experiences because we are on earth, because we're on ground, we're on physical ground, we're in, in, in this materialism, those manias, those obstacles are what help us achieve higher and higher levels of ratsan, of desire. Any questions, please? Good morning, Ravnathan. Can, if I may ask a question, so it's, it's very good uh, that we have the, the understanding of what's going on, when it's going on. But what does someone do Bishas Maisa when they're when they've humbled themselves and they dealt with people that are uncomfortable and they're just exhausted? I, I mean, do do I get a candy bar? I mean, what, what what's what 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 does Rav Nassim say to do when we've accomplished but we're exhausted? The answer is we, we, we try to whatever degree we can to reach out to Hashem, to pray. And if we're really exhausted, we rest a little until we get a little, we get our strength back and go another round, another round of prayer, another round of searching. Rav Nosazal, there was once an incident with Rav Nosazal where he was eating and a fishbone got stuck in his throat where he couldn't even speak, he couldn't make any sound. It got lodged in his throat in such a way. And he put his head back and he opened his mouth wide, like that. And then fortunately, at some point, the, the fishbone was dislodged and he survived it. And he mentioned to the person that was with him at the time, you see, even when I wasn't able to pray, I wasn't, I did what I could. I opened my mouth and I, I made whatever sound I could do. So a person, we, we need to do what we can to search for people who we can be comfortable with, to search for the right people, to search for the tzaddikim, and to try to come close to them. Thank you, Rav Sure. Question in the chat, what can a person do if obstacles practically kill their cheshik instead of strengthening it? The answer is, to pray to Hashem to give us new cheshek. was one of the things that, that one of the most important things to pray for is to have good desires, for Hashem to take away all of my wrong desires and for Hashem to give me a desire. I should want to learn Torah. I should want to do mitzvahs. I should want to close, come close to Hashem. I should want to help other people. This rot sign, because it's so important and so special, it should definitely be included in the important things that we pray for. And, and again, to try to associate with people that, that are on the, on the right path, to try to find people that, that are realizing the truths of life and that are looking to improve their lives, you know, looking to live the right kind of life in this world. We read the life story of Rav Nosazal and everything about him, and that's our guide. That's what teaches us what we should be doing if we want to come close to Hashem, and if we, by, by coming close to the Tzadik. We'll hold it over here for now. Today is Erev Rosh and it's one of the Erev Rosh when we have Yom Kippur Kotan, an incredible, incredible special tefillah for tshuva, for closeness to Hashem. <clears throat> Those that have the opportunity to say in Kippur Cotton, wonderful. Those that have the opportunity to go to Kivrei Tzadikim, those that have the opportunity to give extra tzedakah, each one of us to do what we can so that this next month of Tammuz and the next three months, which are going to close the year, Tammuz of an El, that they should be months of joy and happiness and, and months of Geula. Baruch Hashem.